you're feeling tired, then just before you fall asleep, you just have time to listen to the cat, the dog and the hamster. Oh, and the parrot. Little Johnny's mother and father loved animals. They loved them so much their house was full of pets. Not just full, but full full. So full, in fact, there was a pet in every room. In the kitchen was Carrot, a happy, tail-wagging and little dog. They called him Carrot not only because he liked them, but also because he was almost the same colour as a carrot. Carrot slept in the kitchen because it was near the back door where he could watch in case anyone came in through who shouldn't. Then Carrot would go bananas, rushing around the kitchen table, barking till his teeth chattered. In the sitting room was Sailor. If I tell you Sailor had a long tail, wide whiskers, purred when you stroked it and drank milk, I bet you know what sort of animal it was. Well, it did not have a trunk, so that cuts out an elephant. And it didn't have black and white stripes, so it couldn't be a zebra. And was not as tall as a house, so we can forget a giraffe. So that means Sailor could only be, yes, you've guessed, Sailor was a cat. Sailor slept in the sitting room because it was the warmest and comfiest room in the house. In little Johnny's room was Johnny's own pet. It was small and brown and furry, and for exercise it would have run around in a wheel at the side of its cage for hours. I won't even bother to tell you what it was because everyone knows what a hamster looks like. And Johnny's hamster was called Harry, because Harry the hamster sounds much better than Horatio or Horace the hamster, and certainly better than Hobbledygook the hamster. Very often in the morning, when the family were having breakfast, there would be a whooshing and flapping of wings. Billy the blackbird had arrived. Johnny's mother and father didn't really know if the blackbird's name was Billy, because it was a wild bird. But they had to call Billy something, and Billy the blackbird fitted nicely. Billy used to strut around under the breakfast table, snapping up crumbs and scraps that pleased Johnny's mother hugely. It saved her having to sweep up after breakfast. But in the hall was the family's very special pet. It lived in a corner on top of a tall, thin pole with a perch on the top. It had wings and lots of different coloured feathers and a big hook beak. Its eyes had yellow rings around them and it was very good at imitating what people were saying. You're going to say the pet was a parrot, aren't you? The man who sold it to Johnny's father said it was a parrot. Johnny's mother says it's a parrot. The milkman and the postman both says it's a parrot. They can't all be wrong, and neither can you. So the pet in the hall must be a parrot. Johnny's father wanted to call the parrot Fred, but Fred the parrot doesn't sound very nice. Johnny's mother wanted to call it Polly, but everyone calls their parrots Polly, and she was worried if she called out for Polly, hundreds of parrots would suddenly arrive. So they called the parrot Penelope. It might, of course, have been a boy parrot, but as there was no way of telling, they decided on a girl's name. Penelope lived in the hall so she could watch the front door and squawk loudly if someone came in who shouldn't. So the family had lots of pets, something that one day was going to give Johnny's father a lot of surprises. On this particular day, Johnny's father had a whiz-bang day. Having a whiz-bang day is the best sort of day to have, 
a day when everything goes right. And Johnny's father was feeling so whiz-bang pleased with his wing whiz-bang day, he thought he would telephone Johnny and his mother and invite them both out to a whiz-bang restaurant where Johnny could have whiz-bang chicken and chips and a huge ice cream. Hello, he said in the telephone. Hello, a voice replied. It was a voice Johnny's father had never heard before. And as it was speaking on his telephone, Johnny's father was very surprised. Who's that? asked Johnny's father. It's Carrot, said the voice, in a peculiar sort of barking tone. If you remember, Carrot was the name of the family's dog. And of course, dogs can't speak. So Johnny's father was so surprised to hear Carrot talk, he could not speak either. All he could do was to splutter. Do you know how to splutter? First, you must close your lips, but not too tightly. Then you breathe in through your nose and then, and this is the fun bit, you push all the air out through your mouth, making your lips flap. It's even better if you splatter when you have some food in your mouth. Little bits fly all over the room and make people laugh, except, of course, your mummy and daddy. So Johnny's father spluttered and then spluttered again. Hello, it's Sailor. The cat? Who else? Johnny's father stared at the telephone. First his dog and now his cat were talking to him. Suddenly his whiz-bang day had turned into a higgledy-piggledy, what's-going-on-here type day. Can I speak to Johnny's mother? His idea was that if he spoke to Johnny's mother, it might help to prove he was not going mad listening to animals that were talking, but as we all know, could not talk. She's gone shopping. What? Johnny's father jumped in his seat. This was another voice, this time all high and squeaky. Who's this? he yelled. It's Harry. Now the high-pitched voice was excited. Don't you know a hamster when you're talking to one? But hamsters, cats and dogs can't talk. Johnny's father was making big dents in the seat of his chair because he was bouncing up and down on his bottom. He'd also forgotten he was going to take out Johnny and his mother out for dinner. I'm coming home, he shouted. See you soon, said Harry. Johnny's father drove home as fast as he could and almost tripped over the doormat as he rushed through the door. Johnny's mother and Johnny were sitting in the dining room having their tea time slice of toast when suddenly, bang, the door crashed open. Johnny's father stood there, red-faced and shaking. Carrot jumped off the sofa and ran to greet him, her tail wagging furiously. Johnny's father picked her up and held her at arm's length. Now what have you got to say? he demanded. First Carrot looked at Johnny and then at Johnny's father, wondering why she was being dangled in the air. Come on! Johnny's father pushed his nose right up to Carrot's. Now what have you got to say? Carrot did not say anything. Instead, she gave Johnny's father's nose a great big lick with her tongue. Sailor the cat strolled into the room, wondering what all the noise was about. And you! Johnny's father put down Carrot and spoke to Sailor. Have you lost your tongue as well? Johnny's mother looked at her husband with astonishment. What on earth are you talking about, she demanded. Carrot, Sailor and Harry have been telephoning me, said Daddy. What? said Mummy. What? said Johnny. Carrot just looked. Sailor gave a long sniff, as though she was thinking about it. Then they all laughed, except Daddy. Animals can't talk, cried Mummy and Johnny. But they did, shouted Daddy. 
But just then there was a ringing noise. Someone was calling on the telephone in the hall. Before Daddy could even turn round, there was a rattle of the telephone being picked up. Hello? Daddy looked in amazement at Mummy. That was his voice answering. He had not even opened his mouth. Not today, thank you, the voice continued. Daddy turned round and tiptoed into the hall. Goodbye, the telephone receiver rattled down. Grinning, Johnny and Mummy pushed into the hall with Daddy. Daddy was shocked, shocked, staring in disbelief. It's Penelope, he gasped. The parrot is imitating all the voices. Johnny and Mummy started to laugh. Good morning, croaked Penelope, this time in her parrot's voice. She's just learned to talk, laughed Mummy, and now she can pick up the telephone in her claw. You know, said Daddy, Penelope is a very clever bird. She's able to do almost as much as we do, but there's one thing she is good at that we will never be able to do. Mummy and Johnny looked at Daddy and then at Penelope. What's that? asked Mummy and da Johnny together. Fly, of course, laughed Daddy. Quite right, croaked Penelope. Then do you know what happened? First Mummy started laughing, then Johnny started laughing, then Daddy started laughing. And while they were all laughing, Carrot rolled over on her back and gave a doggy kiddle. Sailor jumped up on the table and did a pussycat dance. Harry did three somersaults in his cage, but Penelope could twice stood quite still on her perch. But when everyone had stopped laughing and dancing, she suddenly flapped her wings together in applause. So pleased she had come to such a happy house.